welcome to Spawned, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. I'm Liz Gumbiner, and we are the co-founders of CoolMomPics.com. And on today's episode of Spawned, we're going to be talking about slowing down the holiday craziness. And you ask us, Spawned listeners, but it is only the beginning of November. And we say to you... It's already holiday season. Yes. It's stressing us out. (laughs) Yes. Oh, already. It really seems like it's getting earlier each year. And so we want to talk about saying no to all the pressure and how to manage it and not be stressed. And this shouldn't stress you out either. So just like chill out, don't take notes, relax, listen. Hopefully we'll make you feel a little calmer about everything coming up over the next few months. And as always, we will close out our show with our cool picks of the week. And we will be back with some helpful de-stressing thoughts and tips about the long holiday season right after this. This episode of Spawned is brought to you by FamFriendly.com. We all care as parents what media our kids are consuming and what they're doing with their screen time. And it can be hard to keep up or even know what questions to ask to keep them safe. But fortunately, there's a fantastic website for parents from Fam, Family, and Media. Visit FamFriendly.com and you'll find resources about kids' media, information about free parental controls, and tools to help you raise a digitally responsible child who makes good choices about screen time. For all this and more, visit FamFriendly.com, powered by the NCTA, the Internet and Television Association. That's FamFriendly.com to explore free resources to help keep your family safe online. All right. So, Liz, Halloween is over, which suddenly means we're into the holiday season. How How okay, is this here, happening? Here's what stressed me out. So I don't know if you saw this. Did you see Mariah Carey's viral video on Halloween night? No, I did not. Okay. So people loved it. Loved it. It got 13.8 million views on Twitter as of now and another 1.6 on Instagram. So that's 15 million people seeing this video. It was very cute and funny. It looks like she goes to sleep in a Tina Turner costume for Halloween. And then you see a shot of her iPhone screen clicking from October 31st to midnight, November 1st. And she jumps up and she's Mariah Carey and starts um, <laughs> lip syncing her own song, All I Want for Christmas is You. No. And it was really cute and adorable. And I get it. It's the 25th anniversary of the song. But I was like, oh, my God, November 1st means now it's the holiday season. Do you remember it used to be like no. Thanksgiving? It was always it Black Friday. We were. I was just talking to someone about this. You did not even think about Christmas or any of the holidays in December until Thanksgiving hit. Black Friday was a huge big deal. And then it was like, you have got maybe five weeks, not even like a month Till Christmas. I know. It's crazy. And now, look, there are people who love it. Yes. So our friend Ibby, who is a contributor for Cool Mom Picks, she wrote a post on Facebook about how she's already listening to Christmas music right now, and she loves every minute of it. And a lot of her friends are like, yep, we're already putting up our trees. <laughs> First of all, I don't quite understand, like, why you want to put up a real tree on November 1st. Like, if it was us, it would be a fire hazard within a week. <laughs> I know. I but, don't so understand. So I get it. Some people love it, but maybe it's a little different for parents. It's stressful. There's, like, a lot of stress. Stresses. And it's a real thing. Kristen, dad and nerd. Dun, dun. I went dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I went to the APA, right? The American Psychological Association. They actually have an entire page, a help center around holiday stress. Oh, okay. Well that's because good. this is that's like good. a real legitimate thing that people deal with. And they kind of broke it into four categories: mainly family and family problems and stresses, money 
gifts and then just in general external pressure which i think has increased with social media I agree. and the internet i agree with you and on that and then the other thing that's real is that the shopping season is 6 days shorter than usual this year no. so because yeah because <laughs> thanksgiving is november 28th which is the latest it can be the last thursday in november like it was the 23rd a few years ago right so that's I know. like it's 6 days later so that means the retailers are really pushing stuff now because they can't wait until November 29th to get everything out on the shelves. So if you're feeling more pressure than usual, it's real. You're not making it up. <laughs> it's why there's already ads on TV. I'm already seeing holiday ads on TV. It's freaking me out. I know. Well, stuff's everywhere. All the stores have all their stuff out. Meanwhile, it's all over. Have you even heard about Black November? It's no. not just Black Friday anymore. There are people calling it Black November, which, first of all, that's weird because Black November was a, a movie about an important time in history. <laughs> yes. There was a news piece, and I can link to it, about Black November, and they said that stores like Kohl's, Lowe's, At Home, and Michael's have already begun sending out their sale ads online for holidays, and that they claim it's to avoid the crazy rush of Black Friday and spread it out. So I can see how they want to, like, take off the pressure of it all being on one day. But, like, doesn't it make us more crazy to feel like all of November is when you're supposed to be doing stuff? Yeah, because I'm not even thinking about it. I mean, I had two birthdays in Halloween in October. November is generally my recovery period, okay? Yeah. from celebrations. Like, I'm not thinking about celebrating. I feel like we celebrate Christmas in my house. That's at the end of December. Like, I have a long time. But, see, I feel like <laughs> I can't avoid it because our, the pitches for us come earlier and earlier every year. Like, we're already getting tons of Black Friday pitches. Oh, CNET on November 1st already published an article about <laughs> the best Black Friday deal oh, so my far. Oh, like, What? We're like four weeks away. So, yeah, I, I am feeling it. I'm feeling it big time and I don't want to be stressed like you. I want this to be a recovery period. <laughs> um, well, the other thing is, that's really real. This is real. And again, I'm sorry, listeners. We're not trying to stress you out. I just want to let you know you're not alone and you're not imagining things. But there's additional money stress this year. So I found an article from the National Retail Federation hmm. that tariffs may be causing higher prices, oh. especially for shopping for small businesses. Ugh, and that 79% of consumers that they surveyed in September were concerned that the tariffs will cause prices to rise, potentially affecting their approach to shopping. So there's more pressure to think about budgets. People are starting to think about deals. Like there, there's a lot of factors that are making this November a little more, um, it feels like more high stakes and more pressure. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Suddenly I feel very stressed out. So we must, we must not. Yes. stress our listeners out. We're going to have so many good ideas, right? We, I feel like we should have like 15 minutes of just inserting some nice meditative music. Maybe John can just put in like a little, yes. like some raindrops falling. Oh, or yeah, a yeah, little ocean waves. Yeah, like a, a waterfall <laughs> gushing. Just listen to that for a few minutes. Calm yourselves. We'll reset. And let's talk about tips to take off the pressure. Okay, so first of all, I want to know when do you actually start thinking about the holidays? Now, I know it's tricky for you because you do so much of the work on our holiday gift guide, which we try to get out near-ish to the middle of November. So you kind of have it on your mind, perhaps more than others, but for <laughs> your family... When you know, are you I, starting to think about years it? Years ago, I kind of started the 
tradition before I even had kids where I would kind of pick up little Christmas gifts here and there throughout the year when I saw things. It was usually when I was traveling. Okay. So, like, if I went to, I don't know, like, South America for work, I would, like, look around for gifts for my family, and then I'd put them aside. And then by the time Christmas came around, I was like, oh, look, I don't have to shop much. I have all the stuff I forgot about that I bought in March. (laughs) So I'm not as good with that now, but I do, you know what, I do bookmark things throughout the year so that I'm not super stressed. Like, because every so often I'll find something and I'll think, oh, that would be a good idea. And then I get more stressed later when I can't remember what it was or my my family says, like, what do your kids want this year? And I can't think of it. So I'm, I've gotten good at using the Pocket app to just bookmark things right away and file it. So then I have that whole list there and it takes it off my brain. So that's kind of, you know, I'm not planning or prepping, but I am bookmarking so that when I'm ready, I have a list of things to come to. Well, that's very, very smart. Well, in our family, we have transitioned pretty much over over to doing trips versus gifts. Yes, we've talked about more experiences. We have. And I know it's hard for families who celebrate Christmas and do Santa. It's a little more difficult to do that, although we've talked about ways that you can manage or it. Or if you have the multiple celebrations too, like if you yes. do Hanukkah and Christmas, or if you're expected to do like eight, you know, eight small gifts for Hanukkah. Yeah. Like it's not, and, and if you have younger kids who care more about the stuff, sometimes it can be hard. Yeah, it is. But, I, it is but yeah, the experience thing is really good. Like we talked about this before that last year we took all the kids to go see a Broadway show together and everybody got one little gift on top of it and that was it yeah and it was it actually made things really easy and we will remember that trip forever but they don't always remember whatever toy they got four years ago and you know what start young with that in and also I say pawn that stuff off to the grandparents man do you know what I mean like okay fine I know it's still stuff coming into your house but I mean if you're talking about your own wallet like a lot of the stuff that they're like I want like let the grandparents and friends and family know who have asked you that they want to give them something and start young. I always love what Gabby over at Design Mom has done with her kids. And I know like Amira yes. Martin does something similar and it's like something to read, something to wear, something to play with. She does all kinds of different combinations. It's usually three to four things. And that's what Santa brings. And if you start your kids young on that, they're not going to expect a ton, a ton under the tree. I know there are so many families out there that can't even do that. But you know what? Like, start young. If they've got two wonderful things and then you do some sort of experience together when they're 8, 9, 12, they're not going to be like, eh, why don't I have so many things under it's the tree? Tr- that's such a good point. Yeah. But you know what? Gifts are not the only stress of the holiday. This is true. From this, this is true. And from yes. our own experience. Yes. So here's a tip. Like, sit down and just spend a minute with yourself and think about what's stressing you out. If something is stressing you out, maybe it's holiday cards, like you need to get, you know, the outfits for the kids and get them into a photo. Maybe it's the decorating, maybe it's menu planning, maybe it's gift lists or party planning. Like, write it all down and then make a plan so that you won't feel stressed. I think sometimes the stress is the... You know, that feeling of like, I'm going to forget something or I'm not going to get this done. Or sometimes you're not even really aware of what it is. You're just feeling kind of general anxiety. Maybe you're anxious about like seeing some relative you've been fighting with on Facebook all year. Like there can be lots of different things. I know I've been stressed. You know, I told you I gained like the Trump 20 this year. So I am trying to like eat better and lose weight. I'm really stressed about like being able to stay on a good, healthy eating plan. And also, what am I going to fit into this year for the holidays? 
And so, you know what? To address that, I am I went out and I bought a new dress that looks great, that feels good. Like sometimes I think, oh, I'm not going to buy any clothes until I like lose those 15 pounds and can fit into XYZ again. Like, don't do that. No. If you need to make yourself feel good yes. about yourself now, buy something right now that looks flattering and good and makes you feel good. And it takes away, at least for people like me, a huge stress about what am I going to wear to all these things. Yes, don't live for tomorrow. Like, let's live for right now. You don't have to put those things off because you might not feel maybe at your best. It does take a lot of stress off. And and if I may add, when you're making that list, prioritize things because you might find that you're like, oh, you know, the holiday cards are great, but like, hmm, can we just do a photo on Facebook and Instagram this year? You know, okay, maybe that doesn't work for everybody, but prioritize what means the most to you. Honestly, I don't really get stressed out at the holidays. It's more when I go into social media and I see like, oh, that's a really good idea. Maybe I should do that. Or well, oh, that's, that's a, a really good that's idea. A, another tip is like if social media is stressing you out, like step out. Yeah. Get off Pinterest. Like if you feel like, you know, you're scrolling Pinterest and seeing like all these people have put together outrageous gingerbread houses and that's <laughs> killing you. Like don't look at that stuff anymore. Like you don't have to compete with anyone else. No. You really don't. And like I hate all this talk about winning holidays, winning weekends, winning Christmas. There is no winning in Christmas, my friends. <laughs> there know, is no right? winning. You don't have to win Christmas. You just have to like have a memorable holiday season with your kids. So if you're feeling like you can't keep up with like the Instagram elite, just don't. <laughs> Step out of the race. Step out of the competition. Well, and just remember that the holidays are for your own memory making. So like, what will your kids remember most? What's the thing that they will do if they decide to have children? And you know, oftentimes, I'm going to say actually probably 99% of the time, it's not your beautifully decorated banisters with like the fresh greenery from your local farm. It's probably some crazy, silly thing that you do or have done that they love. Maybe it's like making, it's like the ugly cookie contest or whatever it is, worry about that. Use your energy on that and not so much about what you're going to put on Instagram. That's a great tip. Ask your kids if they're old enough, like, what's your favorite holiday memory? You might be really surprised that it's not like that. One time I got 37 gifts under the tree. It's not going to be necessarily the stuff you remember. My kids go, oh, I remember that time, like, John lifted me on his shoulders to put the star on top of the Christmas tree. That was awesome. And I felt like I was so tall. Mm -hmm. And it's a teeny little thing. And that's what she remembers. Or like my family now makes, well, you've seen this. They set up the Jurassic Pole every year on our windowsill. I do like it. We use our (laughs) Menorasaurus from Vanilla Studio on Etsy. We center it around that and we make like a whole, my kids just decorate this whole ridiculous like light filled tableau around a dinosaur menorah and Christmas decorations and all kinds of stuff. And like, that's what they make every year. They do it on their own. It's hilarious. They put up really funny signs about that year's Jurassic Pole rules and regulations. And it's usually about being kind to everyone and everyone's welcome and it doesn't matter what you celebrate. It's really cute. And so like, that's become our tradition. And it's not even anything I have to do. Like the kids do it. They look forward to it. It costs no money. They're just like literally grabbing stuff from around the house and sticking it on the windowsill. So sometimes it's like those simple little things. You know, it reminds 
reminds me when we talk about Disney World, when you plan a trip to Disney, you're like, I have to go on this ride and this ride and this ride and get, get there early to go here first or there first. And then what your kids remember is like those ridiculous little like um, fountains that jump around through the ground. Yes. <laughs> like yes. that's what they remember. Like yeah. every four-year-old's like, oh, I remember jumping around the, with the fountains. And so <laughs> it's not always the ride. Sometimes it's like, oh, I remember shaking hands with Jasmine. And like that was the exciting thing for them. So I think the same goes for the holidays. It's not always the big things that we put so much energy into. It's like those little things. And, you know, you want to enjoy those little moments. Take some pressure off and, and don't worry so much about all the big stuff. I agree with you. And and when it comes to the big stuff, I'm a big fan of planning it. And I know, you know, it's not, I, I don't want people to get like over the top with this, but I think it's good to know, okay, this is the weekend we're going to put up our tree. You know, this is the weekend we're going to pull out our decorations. Plan it out. I think it's great to have it on your calendar and then you're not stressing about it. Like this is cookie making weekend. You know, this is tree decorating weekend. What, whatever that looks like for you, whatever your traditions are, I think also if you put it on a calendar, it gives you that visual so you can see like, oh crap, I don't have enough weekends to make all of these things or do all of these things that I want to do. So it really helps you scale back and make a decision about what is most important for your family. I think that's really good. You know, maybe if you do do things now, it helps you spread it out. Like you're saying, like you want this to be your recovery time. And I think that's great. But if you know you're going to be stressed in December, like don't wait till December. Do things a little earlier. You know what's one of the top searches on Cool Mom Picks right now? Grandmother gifts. That's really funny. And I saw that and I was wondering why that was trending on our site. Yeah, our holiday <laughs> gift guide from last year with a bunch of like great ideas of gifts for grandmothers is like one of the top pages already. So people are already searching for the stuff. So here's the thing. If it helps you to find something now and order it now and stick it in your closet so you don't have to think about it for the next six weeks, then that's okay too. So sometimes just like biting off little teeny pieces instead of being so stressed that you don't do anything can be helpful. And the same thing goes for Thanksgiving. Like I know meal planning is really stressful for a lot of people. I am lucky that we have a, a big family gathering and my mom kind of spearheads the cooking and everybody brings stuff. So it is not on my plate, so to speak. Womp womp. I just have to like bring a couple <laughs> pies, which is fun because I like doing that. Um, but if you're planning Thanksgiving, I know that can be really stressful. So maybe instead of leaving it to the last minute, write down again, write down what's stressing you out. Like I won't be able to think of something that my newly vegan cousin eats, or I'm really stressed out about my uncle who has different politics than me. And we've been fighting all year. I'm stressed about having to deal with him. Like write this stuff down and you'll be able to work backwards and kind of figure out how to work through those things so that you'll feel better later. I love that notion of, and I think you mentioned this, I think before, but you're, you're very big about this, which is adding that uh, component of service into your holiday season whenever and however you can. And I want to say at first, it can be very difficult to find opportunities to volunteer with younger kids. I have tried to do that. It can be a little tricky, but that doesn't mean they aren't out there. You might have to do a little more research. But as your kids get older, the opportunities especially during the holidays, are there. And it doesn't even necessarily need to be volunteering. We have a lot of local businesses that do giving trees where you can take a little, they have like angels with like a name of a child and you can go shop for them. You can, if, in, yeah, it's like kind of sponsoring a child. You can go work at, this is not necessarily for younger kids, but, you know, fill bags of food at the food bank. Um, there's so many opportunities. You know what one we've done on our site before is kind of like, 
like the advent calendar of giving. It's like the kindness advent calendar. And so to count down to Christmas, if that's what you celebrate, you have like one act of kindness that you do every day. And I think that's an awesome idea. There's one called My Kindness Calendar. It's really good. We're going to actually do a roundup of like our favorite creative advent calendars. And that's a really sweet one. But I love the idea of like gratitude in general. Yes. We've actually done a whole episode about that before, like ways to bring gratitude into the holiday season because, you know, every psychiatrist and guru of every kind will tell you that gratitude is one of the best ways to reset your psyche. And if you're feeling stressed about things, to stop even for like 15 seconds a day and think of something you're thankful for or you're grateful for can help take off the pressure. And I think it also helps reset and refocus your priorities. You know, like when I'm thinking, I feel grateful that my dad is, you know, out of the hospital and getting around and is walking a little bit. It makes me not so stressed about the stuffing for Thanksgiving. Like it puts things into perspective. So, you know, the idea of volunteering is a really big way to express that gratitude and to feel grateful for what we do have. And like, you know, give your kids a great lesson in giving while we're at it. So I think that's a really nice idea. I like that you do that with your kids every year. So we've talked a lot about, you know, those four things you mentioned in the APA article. We talked about family. We've talked about gifts. We've talked about like external pressures. But one thing we haven't talked about is money. So I'm wondering, can you just talk a little bit about what you do? Do you set a budget like per kid or for your family? Because I think, you know, we have listeners who, you know, might be super spendy at the holidays or not very spendy or, you know, maybe can't even get gifts. So what do we, what do you do? I think it's always helpful to hear what people do. Well, one of the best tips that I've learned, and I do this now, is to track your spending. Yes. Set a budget. If you're worried that you're going to overspend, and I have been there, like I sometimes, I I love giving things and I love shopping. Look, I do it for a living on my website. I hope you all find great (laughs) gifts and it's super fun. Right. And by the way, that's also why every year we do a list of like 60 amazing gifts under $15 for adults and the same thing for kids because it doesn't have to be about the money. Like sometimes the thing my kid loves best is like a mug, you know, and she's 14. Right. So it doesn't always have to be like the big expensive video game console or something. So one thing I do is I track my spending. Let's say I say I have a thousand dollar budget, let's say just round number for the holidays. Then I start making a list of, you know, what I have spent on everyone so far and subtract from that. And it helps me go, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like spending way too much on these little things. Like stocking stuffers, those add up. They do. And when you see it all, because, you know, it's one thing when you're like, oh, I'm going to grab four of these and four of these and I need four little things from Heels (laughs) for the kids and I need four little lip balms from Glossier and I need four little... Next thing you know, you spent like $300 on just the stockings. Yes. So, or maybe that's just me, but I have done that for sure. No, it's easy to do, especially when you have, you're shopping for a lot of kids. Exactly. Exactly. So use like any list or use whatever app, use your notes, whatever it is, or just take pictures of receipts and keep track of that stuff. I know it sounds like one more thing to do, but it really keeps you from overspending. You know, you can also try to plan that out in advance. Like if you if you know you're doing an experience gift and then see what you have left over and figure out how to divvy that out. It keeps you from making all those impulse purchases, especially on Black Friday. The other thing is if you want to save money, I mean, we have so many posts on saving tips around the holidays. Yes. So Black Friday is 
is good. And we always have a huge roundup post on Cool Mom Picks and Cool Mom Tech of the best Black Friday deals that we're seeing, often from small businesses like Etsy shops or, you know, independent companies, not just like, you know, Best Buy and Target, so that you can find some of the best deals. We take the time to find that for you all. So that's good. But there's also a lot of things that you get better deals before and after Black Friday. It's true. Now, the trade-off is the closer you get to Christmas, the more deals are coming up, but also the more stressed you get because you're getting closer to Christmas. <laughs> so it can be a double-edged sword. You have to decide what's right for you. But try to like seek out those deals and, and you'll feel less stressed about stuff. And then the other thing is like, again, this comes back to what we were talking about before about just remembering what's important mm-hmm. and that all the gift giving can overshadow the togetherness and family time that should be special about the season. And I think, you know, there's also a lot of people for whom the holidays are hard because they're missing family members this year, or they've lost someone in their family, or they're separated from someone, or they have a partner or spouse who's deployed in the military. Like, it's not a happy time for everyone. Right. And so I think if you can find those ways to bring, like, joy and friendship and family into your life or into the life of someone else who maybe are having a harder time, those things don't cost money. (laughs) And that really can help reset your priorities if you're stressed about overspending. Like maybe if you just take the time to do handwritten cards to everyone with like a sweet note, like maybe that's enough instead of gifts. Like That's you, such a I wonderful gift. That's such a wonderful gift. I always gift. say to my kids, like, I don't care about the gift, write me a card. <laughs> my mom I'm the same way. And I didn't understand it until now. I'm like, you don't have to get me anything. Like, just write me something, please. And so if you have family members like that, then take them up on it. Don't feel like you have to get everybody some like big crazy thing. We have lots of money saving tips. We can help with that. But um, I, I really think a lot of it comes down to One, you don't have to keep up with anyone else. Two, think about what your kids are really expecting. It may not be about big, expensive gifts. We've even had discussions about like, oh, we spent this much on this kid and this much on this kid. Should we even it out? And you realize like kids are not necessarily aware of what costs what. You know, to one kid, a cool $15 scarf with skulls on it may be cooler than that $80 pair of sneakers her brother got, (laughs) you know? So it's not about the money. Think about what kids really appreciate or people in your family are really appreciating. And then the other thing is remember what's important. Make it more about giving and volunteerism and togetherness. Like think of opportunities for togetherness and that'll take some of the financial stress off. Yep. No, I think those are all very helpful. And by the way, make it a potluck. Again, you do not have to be Martha Stewart. Bless you, Martha Stewart. You don't (laughs) have to have everyone over to your house where everything is completely handmade. Like go to Costco and get those orders. They're awesome. Oh, they are. They're <laughs> so good. My kids love those. Buy a they pie. Just love them. Yeah, like or tell everyone like bring over stuff for a potluck. Like no, nobody's gonna care if you didn't set the perfect table. They're gonna be so pleased that you had people over and you all had fun together. So I, I would like it to be a little less about what can I Instagram and a little more about like what memories can I make. <laughs> I agree. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I couldn't agree with you more. I know that's easy to say. We also may all have like that mother-in-law or sister-in-law or cousin in our life who's like expecting the big fancy gift. And, you know, that's a thing. So I respect that everybody has different boundaries and different expectations and different ways of celebrating in their families. But I still think that there's ways we can all readjust to take off the stress. And money is always a big one. Yeah, absolutely. And I think overall, the ability to say no, and that is not necessarily saying no to 
other people. Like it could be, but a lot of it is saying no to yourself, right? I like say you no said. to Elf on the Shelf. Oh yeah, you 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 said no to Elf on the Shelf, and I'm right with you. I will put you. that out there. I hate that Elf. I'm sorry to those of you who love it, and it's their favorite part of the holiday. And if so, good for you, because I know it costs nothing to move that stupid guy. I mean, for him to move all by himself every night when the kids aren't looking. No, Aww. for me, that's like one yeah. more thing to do, and I, I'm not. That's not. Well, no, thing. that's. I mean, you're saying no to Elf on the Shelf, or you're saying no to you know other obligations, but it's also the ability to just say no to yourself and understand that, like we mentioned at the beginning, it's not about winning the holidays. It's it's about enjoying them. And by the way, it shouldn't even be about surviving the holidays. When people say that, that bums me out because okay, yes, I We've understand. Said it. On one hand, <laughs> right? It's it. like We've what? It. On one hand, yes, it can be hard for a lot of people, and you mentioned that. But overall, shouldn't we be thriving? the holidays? Shouldn't we be loving the holidays? That's what they're for. So whatever it is that you have to say no to, whether it's other people, other things, or yourself, we here at Spawned give you permission. <laughs> yes. And look, if you don't like the holidays, you have permission for that as well. Like, it's your feelings. If you lost someone this year, holidays can be brutal. And if you're feeling like, I just need to have a low-key thing or to, like, go away on a vacation by myself and, like, not deal with Christmas at all, like, do what you have to do and take care of yourself. You don't have to live up to anyone else's expectation of what the holidays should look like. That's very, very true. So listen, we've talked about a lot. Anything that we've talked about that is a link on our site, we will have it over on Cool Mom Picks on our podcast page. And of course, we love hearing from you. If you have tips about surviving the holidays, I guess I just said what I said not to say. If you have tips on thriving through the holidays, <laughs> drop us an email. We're at spawned at coolmompicks.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at coolmompicks. And of course, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line and we will be right back with our cool picks of the week after this. Kristen, we are so happy especially this time of year, to welcome back one of our most awesome podcast sponsors, Ritual Vitamins. I know. Well, you just talked about wanting to feel healthier as the holiday season starts, and I'm trying to get healthier as well. I've been running a lot more. And you know what? It's really hard to eat all the, like, kale salads and the green smoothies and keep up with all those essential nutrients. No one is eating kale salads over the holidays. If you do, more power to you. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> it's a tough time to be disciplined. And even if we try really hard, we're still not getting all those essential nutrients we know we need. So instead of beating yourself up, subscribe to Ritual. It's the obsessively researched vitamin for women. I am even a client. Like I said, they sponsor our podcast and then I send them all the money back and buy the vitamins. <laughs> they really are good. So Ritual's essentials have the nutrients that most of us are not getting enough from food and it's all in their clean, absorbable forms. Two easy-to-take capsules that have nine nutrients. That's so amazing. It's got D3, omega-3. It's got a no-nausea design, which is a big thing for me or anybody else who might have some little stomach upset issues. It's gentle. I take it first thing in the morning, even before breakfast. No problems for me. And they are minty fresh. Yes, you said that. <laughs> also, I really like that their ingredients are very transparent and they're all traceable. You can go to their website and you can see that they're vegan friendly, they're sugar free, non-GMO. You can even see all the sources, which makes you feel a lot better about what you're putting into your body. Right now, Ritual is making it easy. They are offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months of Ritual Vitamin subscription. You can fill in your gaps with your diet with Essential for Women 
just by visiting ritual.com slash spawned to start your trial today. That's ritual.com slash spawned, and you'll get 10% off during your first three months. Now it's time for... Cool Picks of the Week! Cool Picks of the Week! And Kristen, I want to hear what you're recommending this week. Okay, so our lovely Lisa from Cool Mom Picks dumped a link to these leggings into our Cool Mom Fit Facebook group, which is for those of you who are like trying to get back into the swing of exercise, or maybe you're a super exerciser (gasps) and you just want a group of women and men and all people are welcome to commiserate with. So she put this link to these colorful koala leggings. They're 29 bucks. I just clicked over. They look great. Dude, they are so awesome. They're 29 bucks. They're a seven, eight length. They don't have koalas on them. No, they do not have koalas. They're so (laughs) cute. I got the camo ones. They have pockets. Um, You can totally wear them out and about. You can put an iPhone in the pocket. Yes, I know. Of leggings. And it works. I wear them when I go run running with the pocket. I don't have to wear anything else. They are so comfortable. I love them. I actually just ordered another pair. I wear them working out. I wear them during the day. They they are shockingly amazing for that price. So I'm just I saying. I am ordering them right now. Love I'm not them. kidding. These yes. are so great. And I'm like living in leggings these days. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we'll put the link, <laughs> we will put the link on our podcast page, but I am a convert for sure. What about you, Liz? Cool. Great pick. So speaking of giving back, you know, I've been binging everything Phoebe Waller-Bridge lately, right? Yes. So in the process of Googling everything I can about her on the internet, I found this amazing video of Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Olivia Coleman, who I adore, yes. doing a ukulele cover of Portishead's Glory Box. What? It is so good. <laughs> and here, it's so good. You have to see it. I'll link it up on our site. Okay. Here's what's even better. is It's actually part of a BBC CD compilation or, you know, digital audio compilation, whatever we call these these days, for BBC Children in Need, which is their charity to help raise money for kids in need around the UK. And it's filled with like your favorite British celebrities doing amazing covers of songs. And they're <laughs> good. Awesome. So Jodie Whittaker, who's um, Anna from Downton Abbey, she covers Yellow by Coldplay. What? And there's even a video of Coldplay surprising her at the studio session and she completely freaks out. What? There's David Tennant, who's doing The Proclaimers. Adrian Lester, who I just saw in Mary Queen of Scots. Amazing. He sings Stevie Wonder. It's really cool. And it supports a good cause. So it's the BBC Children need charity compilation called Got It Covered. You can find it at Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google Play, blah, 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 blah. But especially you've got to find this video of Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Olivia Coleman doing the ukulele cover of Portishead. It's awesome. Okay, that is pretty amazing. I'm very, very, very excited about that. Yay! It's a good one. I'm going to put on my leggings and dance. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's another episode. Thanks so much for joining us and listening to Spawn. And huge thanks to our engineer, John Bowen, and to you, of course. And hey, if it's okay, there's there's a favor we'd like to ask, though. Yes, there (laughs) is. Did you get that? Did you get that? I did. Okay, that was like a political joke. Anyway, here's what you can do for us, though. You can help spread the word and support Spawn by subscribing. Just subscribe. Super easy, free for you. You can download and save our episodes. And you can leave us a five-star review if you love what we're doing 
Honestly, the best thing you can do is tell a friend or family member about our podcast because that's how the best word gets around. The way we recommend cool things to you every week. If you recommend a cool podcast to your friends, they're going to listen. You are just that influential. <laughs> and if you're a listener, then you're already a part of our Spawned Podcast community. But if you want to make it official, you can join us on Facebook. You can find our group through the link on our podcast page or just go on Facebook and search for Spawned Podcast Community and you will find us. We would love to have you join us. We chat about everything that we talk about on our shows and everything else in the world. So feel free to join us. We would love, love to have you. Thanks so much for listening to Spawn. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.